This is the FM Gold channel of All India Radio. In the weekly program Money Talk, now we bring you a discussion on GST compensation to states. The participants are Jointo Roy Chaudhary, economic analyst, and Mahua Venkatesh, journalist. GST compensation to states. Finally, Jointo, we saw yesterday the center did release 30, over 35,000 crore, and that will come as a big breather for states. Now, what really was the problem? I mean, it hasn't been, the compensations came pretty late after a gap of about two months. Well, usually uh, compensation, as you know, are made after every two months within a 10-day time frame. Unfortunately, possibly because of a cash flow problem, possibly because the IGST, which is the kitty from which the money is given, wasn't fully replenished given the slowdown that is happening in the Indian economy. The center hadn't passed on the money. Now 40,000 crore odd were due to the states from the two months, July and August. The money for actually September, October yeah. is yet to be paid, which would have possibly been paid in the month of December. But that has not been paid as yet. So this was possibly a cash flow problem, though the central government has yet not really said anything about it. The other issue that the central government was interested in is that there should be some kind of a reform of the system. How do you pay if your IGST is not sufficient. That is a question which has to be addressed. Perhaps it will be taken up in this meeting or in the later meetings that will happen on the GST Council. But states obviously will say that we have been promised a 14% increase over our base year revenues of 2016. So we will stick to that. What kind of a framework comes out of all this discussion is something which we will have to wait and see. Because states have been complaining over the delay and obviously they've complained that their budgets and their fiscal situation has been badly dented. Now going ahead, considering that the growth rate hasn't been a very good growth year kind of a thing, do you think this kind of a problem will persist as in GST compensation to states will get delayed? Well, the RBI says there are green shoots which they have been seeing. If that is so, then obviously this is the nadir as far as slowing down of growth is concerned. We, of course, have slowed down to 4.5% for the second quarter of the financial year. After that, possibly things may look up. If they do, then obviously the GST collections and the IGST collections will also improve. If the slowdown persists a little longer than what many people think, then of course things will be a little more difficult to manage as far as GST collections are concerned. And the states are right, because the states did give up all their powers of taxation by this GST Amendment Act. Yes. On the other hand, by agreeing to the FRBM, the Fiscal Responsibility Bill, they also give up their rights to borrow beyond a certain limit. They only have the ways and means advance, and most of them have taken it. So therefore, the states can neither borrow nor can they raise fresh taxes. So if they do not get sufficient GST money, then their budgets have a gaping hole. Totally crippled. Totally crippled, which would be true for all states, not just the states which complained. 15th Finance Commission report has also suggested that states should be paid beyond the five-year period, beyond 2022, which was the sunset year. Now, do you think that is a possibility? Do you think that should be sort of pursued, compensation beyond the five-year period? I would imagine the states would want that. But whether the center would be agreeable to that is a different question altogether. GST should take off. After all, the GST, which kicked in two years back, has been substantially reformed. At some stage, it should start paying dividends if the economy looks up a little more. So the state should not be in a position where they will be simply dependent upon some kind of a dole given by the center or some kind of a promised dole by the center. They would be able to raise enough money through GST. But what the states will perhaps resist is 
any attempts to bring items which are not right now on GST into the GST fold. If you want them to agree to that, perhaps then they will demand that you must give me guaranteed money beyond the five years time limit. Now, do you think that will be a problem considering that there has already been a delay in paying the compensation bit? So, do you think bringing those items which are not currently in the GST, like we have seen alcohol, petroleum, so do you think that will be a bone of contention and states will further create a problem? Yes, it will be because the states, as I said, have given up their powers of taxation. So, they really have very little leeway. Under these circumstances, they wouldn't really like to give up whatever little powers that they have. If you want to incentivize them into giving those up, you will have to come up with fresh incentives. That is as I see it. This is a very tricky part because in the constitution when it was being framed, even at that time a number of members of the constituent assembly objected to the federal unit being given more powers of taxation than the states. This is actually the reverse of the case that is there in the United States of America or in Canada. There the states have the right to impose income taxes, corporate taxes. And the center takes the excise or the goods tax as we call it. In fact, even now as we discuss this, there are state governments in the USA which are passing bills to reduce their corporate tax in line with what President Trump had sought. So this is an issue which had been talked about even at that time. I think it was Kartchu from the United Provinces who had said that the federal unit has to be given more financial powers because structure of the government has to be unitary and the center will have many more responsibilities. So therefore, taxation powers have to be vested more in the center. But still, taxes on goods, profession, service, means in today's days we discussed it, consider it to be services tax, was vested with the states. And they did give it up. It was a big step for them in 2016 to have given up all those powers. If you want them to give up more, then they will demand their pound of flesh. Now, you spoke about slowdown and obviously that has impacted collections. But beyond that, do you think evasion is still a major problem which needs to be sort of addressed? Yes, of course. Evasion by a large number of traders as well as spurious bills which are generating in order to get refunds which are not really due to them. This has been a bane of the system. There are many loopholes in the system which GST experts will be able to point out better than us. But there are those points and the government has tried to fix the loopholes to a certain extent. Possibly it is a work in progress which will still be addressed in the years or months ahead. But just a simple question, when GST was being rolled out, we were told, I mean, evasion will be absolutely sort of eradicated and we have seen evasions continuing and denting the collection process. Any comments on that? Well, we Indians are very inventive. So we are able to find loopholes where others thought there were none. So that is one, of course, possibility. Plus, GST, if you remember, was a little hurried through. So in the system where loopholes which were built in, those loopholes seem to have now been plugged to a large extent, but there might still be loopholes and you can always work out new loopholes, new schemes to try and evade taxes. That will be there. But GST as a system is still not simple in India. It's still a multi-rate structure. Till you make it a simpler system, these things will continue because there will be an incentive to cheat. Also, the multiple tax rate, I mean, that has been also a bone of contention considering that GST is 
supposed to have fewer tax rates. Now, the 12% and the 18% are two rates which have been talked about that they should be merged. Do you think that will help in the collection process or boosting collections? It's a step forward, definitely. Whether it's a step forward for all industries, of course, is something to be seen. Experimentation with the system is a little difficult in times of slowdown. Actually, when GST was brought in, we had already gone through one episode in our economic progress, which was demonetization. There was a little bit of an issue there. So do you want to rationalize at this stage when the economy has slowed down? It will help those services and goods which are taxed at 18% if you bring it down to 15 or 16% as is being proposed. But it will also at the same time increase the tax rate on those services and goods which are being taxed at 12%. Already there are a large number of anomalies where goods which go in as raw material into another good is being taxed at a higher rate. Will this situation help Will or will it accelerate the situation? These are things which have to be studied before you really go in with a process of rationalization. Simplest tax structure, of course, has been suggested by many other experts, including Vijay Kalkar recently in one of his books, where he talked about a flat 10% tax with exemptions for about 30% of the product or goods that are there in the economy, and the rest being taxed at 10% plus a non-viable sin tax or a carbon tax which you impose on top of it. In case you are producing something which society considers society considers to be sinful sin. to consume, not sinful mm. otherwise, or which leaves like a huge carbon imprint like say petroleum goods or automobiles for that matter, then in those cases those are viable. So in that case this kind of anomaly will not occur where the cycle which is bought by a milkman is being taxed at 12%, while the e-cycle which is bought by much richer people is being taxed at 5% because it leaves a lower carbon imprint. Talking about filing process, that has also been a major issue. There have been a lot of complaints on the way the filing process had been laid down, though there have been simplifications from time to time, but a lot needs to be done further. Do you think this is one area which needs to be sort of addressed on a priority basis to ensure that more and more traders and retailers start filing? Yes, of course, because as you reduce the compliance cost, it is easier for the small businessman and the small trader to really come into the system, into the loop. If you are unable to reduce the compliance cost, they will try and escape your net. And it is the best way of making us a new tax successful is to get more people to enroll in it. So you have to make it simpler, you have to make it easier and you have to make it cheaper for people to pay GST. If a person is going to pay GST and at the same time hire a battery of lawyers and income tax experts in order to file the GST form, then he will try and evade GST, he will try and stay out of the loop. Two years plus that we've seen the rollout of GST, things are yet to really be totally ironed out. How would you see the two years? I mean, there have been a lot of easing of processes. The collections, like the FM also herself said, hasn't been to the desired level. Well, it's a work in progress. Things have improved since it was introduced in 2016. Yes, undoubtedly the tax has been simplified to a large extent, but much work is still left to be done. That is the first comment that I would make. As far as lower collections are concerned, part of it is because of the structure defect but more of it is also because of the slowdown which India has been experiencing over the last couple of years. This slowdown has several causes. No two economists really agree on the causes or on the effects or the way to solve it but the point is that it has certainly impacted the goods and services tax. If your economy is in slowdown mode, you cannot have the 14% rate of growth that you promised yourself. And it hasn't happened also. And it hasn't happened also and it is unlikely to happen in the next two quarters either. 
talking about the rates, there have been a lot of discussions on whether the GST rates on certain items need to be sort of increased. Of course, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman said that her office is not aware of it. Do you think certain goods and services, the rates need to be increased to boost collections? If you increase the rate to boost consumption, in theory it sounds okay because you will be getting an X amount of revenue, so the X plus one will happen. But in practice it may not happen. The problem is that if you increase your rates of taxation, the demand for that good may actually fall because the price of the good is certainly going to increase. In the such circumstances, actually you will be shooting yourself in the leg once more because if your demand goes down, and sales go down consequently, your overall tax collection will also go down. And that will not only be for GST, also be for corporate taxes and personal income taxes. Now, the GST Council will also meet in a few days' time. What do you think will be the main issues in this meeting, considering that the compensation has already been given, which was one of the major issues that supposed to be taken up? Now, what do you think will be the issue? They will certainly raise the GST compensation issue all over again because they have not been paid in full, one thing. The other is they would like to ensure that payments in future are on time and not delayed every time, because at that wrecks havoc with their budgets and their cash flow situations. So this is something the states will certainly raise. The center will have to address it in some way or the other. Center may ask for more time in paying, or the center might say that we will try and be as timely as possible, but in case our collections are not enough, then you'll have to understand. So this is something which is going to be discussed certainly, but the centers giving out 35,298 crores will help in putting the air in the right perspective, could calm down temper somewhat because some states were actually looking at a legal recourse of going to the Supreme Court to seek the compulsory payment of compensation. Right now, though there is a convention of a time frame, there is no set time frame for paying the compensation in the GST Act. It is supposed to be paid within a month or so, but that's a convention. Uh. Unsaid thing. Now, if you go to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court gives the direction that the money has to be paid in X, Y, Z time limit, then that becomes a compulsion for the central government. So, in a way, this payment is actually a good deed, which will certainly help set the atmosphere in a better frame. From the center's side, they will seek probing answers to their question on how to improve revenue generation. How do you collect more tax or do you do it by rationalizing taxes? What is the way out? Can you lower the taxes? Can you give the consumers tax relief which will actually increase demand? Or do you do something else? It has to be a thinking process. Let's see what the states and the centers manage to come up with. Thank you so much, Jayantul. Thank you, Mahwa. You were listening to a discussion on GST compensation to states. The participants were Jayanto Roy Chaudhary, Economic Analyst, and Mahua Venkatesh, Journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is available on our website, newsonair.com. You may email opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com. You can also follow us on the News on AIR app for updates.